to roll, ready to roll, ready to roll. Only Stu Podcast 14 coming into 2022, December. Last couple of days of December, ending the year on a very high note and rolling into 2023. The year went quick, super, super quick. Uh, it was arguably the best year of my life physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. Uh, 2023 will be like no year ever. My wife is retiring in June. She will be home every day. We're putting in a new kitchen, new bathrooms, touring the world. And also, as it seems, going to Chicago, Illinois to work with Barstool Sports and Barstool Chicago to do Barstool Sports Advisors as it will continue season six. I don't know. I'm assuming Tommy and Hannah are going to fly in. I do not know that. I'm assuming Dave and Big Cat and me. That'll be the core. I don't know if Eddie or any of his guys from Chicago are going to represent on the show make uh, appearances but that's what it's going to be. Uh, first of all, uh, hello, Alex. How are you? Doing good. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Um, I'll tell you, the last month of December has been rough. The last four weeks, I've had to go to uh, three wakes and three funerals. And during December, when people die, it's brutal because forever that's, you know, stamped forever that in December this. And um, it's like for St. Patrick's Day. Everybody likes to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, but it's the day my mother died. And then two days later, my mother was buried. So when I think of St. Patrick's Day prior to 2002, prior to my mother dying, uh, it was eating acid, it was getting drunk, it was going to seven parades, it was getting so fucked up, you know what I'm saying? It was getting blown on St. Patrick's Day, you know, it was monster. And now my mother died and it's her death day and then two days later the burial um, on my sister-in-law's birthday. You know, it, it really changes things. And then four years ago, uh, my best friend's uh, son passed tragically. And then uh, that was brutal. That really, you know, put a stamp on that. Christmas holiday, Alex, four years ago. And then this one now with three wakes and three funerals. Uh, one of natural progression. My father's, uh, my best friend's uh, father died. Uh, but others were of shocking um, experiences. I'm not really go through it. Tragic experiences and... Uh, you know, put a damper on the holidays. There's no other way about it. You can stuff it. You can make believe it didn't exist. You can make believe it didn't happen, but it happened and it's uh, rough. It's rough. So you make the best of it. We got food from Puccinella Alex for uh, the holiday for Christmas Eve, which was super, super nice. I haven't eaten at that restaurant in about 10 months, uh, you know, which is hardcore to the vest, to the belt uh, until Sandy retires. So we pulled all the purse strings in, you know, really... Uh, doing nothing, you know, until uh, mortgages paid on the house, which we're three quarters of the way there. It'll be paid by June. Then we got to start putting money away for the bank, in the bank, and then uh, just we can live our later years, our golden years, as they're called. You got a lot of years before your golden years. Probably me too, Alex, for that matter. But uh, so that's where we're at. So we're ready to roll. We got Stella Blue in the house today. The Stella Blue coffee finally came in, ordered 100 boxes, as you saw on Barstool Sports Advisors. Uh, the coffee's very good. It's very good coffee. There's nothing else to say besides that. Uh, when you drink a cup of coffee, if you can say that you're drinking coffee that's very good coffee, it's very good. Uh, shout out Big Cat. Uh, only success. Shout out Stella. I love you. And uh, Aria wants to hang with you. Uh, today's the Barstool Bowl. You'll be seeing this tonight, but the Barstool Bowl is going to be at 4.30 Eastern today. What a tremendous accomplishment, first of all, for Barstool being able to pull off a fucking bowl. I mean, absolutely amazing. 
And then I'm sure everything, the pomp and circumstances is going to be funny. Watching Tank walk to midfield for the coin toss will probably be the thing I'm most anticipating. Uh, knowing as a fuck about Wyoming and Ohio, but the actual uh, presentation and the commenting and the halftime show and pre and post game shows all done by Barstool Sports. And I can't wait for that to happen. I can't wait to listen to it and watch it online and stream it and have fun with it. Um, let's see. 2022, I mean, was just a great, 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 great fucking year for me. Uh, sports gambling has blown up, as we know. Sports gambling is bigger than ever. It's prevalent. It's mainstream. It's not behind closed doors no more. Nobody's hiding. Everybody's betting legally. It's a lot of fun. So uh, I look to be off the fucking wall busy in 2023, Alex. And then uh, we just came off uh, my fourth or fifth shows on Broadway at the uh, Sony Theater. It was me. It was... Uh, Joey, Coco, Diaz, and three other great comedians, and we just fucking killed again. It's the hottest fucking ticket in the world. I mean, we can't even talk about it. It's so hot because people get mad. You can't buy tickets. It's hotter than Bruce Springsteen. It's hotter than Taylor Swift. He sold out five fucking shows in five minutes, and it's like a 500 to 1,000 get in. You can't even get the tickets. So there's only one show left, January 28th, where you won't be seeing me. You will not be seeing me because you can't buy a ticket. You'll hear about it, and if you have a ticket, you could sell the ticket and buy a car or buy a house. That's how... Um, hot the ticket is. So uh, that'll be January 28th. And then in June, it'll be Stu Finer and Friends where I'll be doing comedy, one night, NCYB, uh, Westbury Theater uh, with Joey Diaz and with Friends and a ton of people from Barstool and all the Barstool comedians are going to be doing uh, Vibs and Francis and Tank's going to be doing some stuff and everybody's going to do a little bit of comedy. They said they would, so it should be amazing. And then uh, the plan is for Big Cat and PFT to have a bar that's going to be in the round, rolling around, making drinks for everyone. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. So a lot of things to look forward to. Obviously, January, February, March are my three biggest months of the year. We got the college basketball and NBA full force, and then the NCAA tournament, which is pretty much wide open. I mean, Purdue's number one. Purdue's been number one for a while now after not even being ranked. Um... We don't know if they're going to hold on, but there's a lot of questions. Gonzaga, first time ever, they're not in the top 10, really to make a real run to be uh, significant, so we don't know what's going to go on there. Um, but a lot of shit to look forward to. The Super Bowl happening, playoff format is happening right now, last two weeks, going to have for the playoff format, and then we'll see where it goes. We'll see if Buffalo could win their first Super Bowl ever. Um, obviously, going to four straight and getting swept in four straight. Uh, we'll see if Kansas City can win one again. Uh, there's a lot of good teams out there. Philadelphia, are they real? Are they going to be real? Uh, or is my sleeper team, Cincinnati Bengals, going to post their first Super Bowl ever, 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 ever? Uh, they lost to the 49ers twice. They lost last year to the Rams. Uh, they could have won their first and third. Uh, the middle game, uh, they weren't going to win that game. Well, they could have won that too against Boomer Sison. Had them with the lead, 16-13 uh, with like a minute and 40 left. And then Joe Montana went wire to wire, 97 yards. Uh, the famous uh, John Candy remark in the crowd uh, with all the pressure on him. He looks up into the crowd and he goes, hey guys, isn't that John Candy? And the whole offensive line looks up and goes, yeah, that's John Candy. And then everybody said at that point they knew they were going to win the Super Bowl. He threw a touchdown pass to John Taylor. Um, 49 has win 2016 over the Bengals. Uh, I think the Bengals are going to win this year. I think they could have won last year. And uh, I think they're going to win this year. They're the best team in the NFL against the spread. Uh, they have a monster, monster, monster game Monday night in Buffalo. I guess that will decide uh, a lot because it'll prove to the world either the Bengals are real or the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. Could go either way. It's a you know near pick'em game. Could go either way. 
uh, Cincinnati Buffalo on uh, Monday night. But we got a full slate of Sunday games, and it's a little different because we don't have Barstool Sports Advisors this week. It's the first time all year we don't have it. So I'm not forced to pick games on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for the Sunday. And every game is on Sunday this week uh, rather than the prior two weeks where you had uh, NFL on Saturday and Sunday. So the whole slate's on Sunday. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Obviously, it'd be much easier for me to pick winners. I mean, not that I need anything easy because it's my best year ever. All I'm doing is winning 70%, 75%, 77% on the mortal locks on the best bets, on the 150Ks, and everything else spin around between 55 and 60 all year, picking every game, every week, every NFL slate, which is extremely hard to do in a real world. If you're betting, you're probably betting once a month on one game. You know, the biggest bettors in the world, people I have with me betting a million dollars a game, they bet one game a, week, uh, one game a month. And they'll feather one game a week. But that's not us. That's not how we fire. It's not how Big Cat fires, Day fires, and it's not how I give out games. You know, I'm firing on picking every game. So looking forward to Sunday because I should have a tremendous edge because I'm not committed to five or six games already. There is no commitments. There's not one fucking commitment on any game Sunday and any game Monday. So dollars to donuts, I should have my best Sunday of the year. So Alex, uh, I'm going to try to go 10 and 0, Alex. You think you could do it? Uh, yeah, I really do because... Because it's just going to be the numbers. I work with the numbers. It's not like I have such a great opinion because I don't. But I know how to read the numbers. I know how to read the short money. I know how to read the late line moves. And up to this Sunday, I have been handicapped by I can't use game A, B, C, D, E because I've already committed onto Barstool Sports Advisors. I've already committed my mortal lock. I've already committed games. Now I now I have a free a free for all. So the Barstool special, the three ten thousand dime best bets for sixty nine dollars favorite number favorite position should be in its best position ever. Uh, my hundred dimer on Sunday, my hundred my fifty dimer on Sunday, my hundred dimer on Saturday, my fifty dimer on Saturday are going to be in the best position ever. Uh, Saturday really have nothing to do with it, but I just wanted a dick drop that I have a hundred dimer on Saturday and Sunday in the college balls where I'm having a phenomenal college ball season. And uh, it's just been 10-3-1 and one, uh, Friday, uh, 9, I think, and 4-0-1, oh 4-1-1 oh on best bets. So a 10-3-1 Friday, 4-1-1 oh best bets. And I've been rolling incredibly, you know, by far my best year ever. So when you, when I ask you, Alex, and when you say, can I, can I go 10-0, oh, 10-0, 10-0, 10-0 on Sunday? Yes. Fuck yes. Definitively yes. That's the goal. That's the plan. There is no second plan, Alex. And we're 29-18-1 overall in the special right now. And what what you're saying... Three games a week, 29-18-1. Most people don't understand what you're saying. So what happens is when Stu does the show and we have to do it on either a Monday or a Wednesday or a Tuesday or a Thursday, depending on when we film uh, this year, Stu's games that he selects he does not put in that Barstool special. So every one of those plays is basically we're at a disadvantage of anywhere from four to six games. So it's impressive that we have a winning record, let alone 29-18-1. So that's what he means when his games are already picked on the show. He doesn't double dip or, you know, those games are not in the special. So it's impressive. Thank you. I mean, not only am I the number one handicapper in the world, the hottest 
football, baseball, basketball, handicapping in the world. Okay, but let's talk about NFL specifically. No one in the world, but I'm handicapped from Jump Street. I cannot use certain games as my best bets. I cannot use any of the games on the show or the Mortal Lock in the Barstool Special because you're paying me $69. You're not going to double dip. I'm not double dipping. Even if I love a game during the week, and I do love, obviously, the Mortal Locks have never been put in the Barstool Special, which is even more fucking impressive. 29, 18, and 1 to be on the Barstool Special and... Uh, 11, three and one on mortal, excuse me, 11, three and two on mortal locks. And that overlap is fucking incredible. But I had, that's what I do because I don't double dip. I don't fuck you. When you're paying $69 fresh for a barstool special, that specific game, those games and only those games, only those games. I never duplicate, never duplicate, never duplicate because I do hundreds and hundreds of buys on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday for those games. And I want them to be unique. I don't want you to watch the show and go, Stu, what the fuck did I just pay you for when you just gave it to me for free? No, that'll never happen. That has not happened. That'll never happen. It's part of my creed. It's part of my word. And I can do whatever the fuck I want, but that's not what I do. So just so you know, when you pay me $69 uh, for the three best bets, three $10,000 best bets, uh, they are unique. They are never duplicated. They are copyrighted. Okay? They're fucking copyrighted, scumbag. So it's basically like you pick your best bet and you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to use this. Correct. So that's, that's where we're at. No, but this week, I'm, that's not where we're at. This week, I'm full-blown. So you can be really with your bottom. So Remember, what you're saying again, is the mortal... Gambling is for the rich. Let me just preface. The mortal lock is in the Barstool Special. That's what you're saying. Correct. I'm going to use my three best bets on the Barstool Special. Favorite number, favorite position. Three best bets, 10,000. Dime best bets, 3-0, 3-0, 3-0. I got a real shot at 3-0. Speaking of number ones. Yes. There also is a, a definitive now number one greatest soccer player alive and that's Messi, because Pele died correct correct Pele is the only player ever to win three world cups Pele uh was the united states was having in the mid-70s an extreme problem promoting soccer no one cared no one gave a fuck no one watched it okay and then Pele went on to a team in new york city in new jersey played at the meadowlands and he put soccer on the map in the United States. He was that great of a player, that dynamic of a player. You know, when you watch a great soccer player, can't guard him, gets every call, can shoot from outside, can shoot from inside, was a finisher, was a scorer. And that's really what Pele was. And he was the best uh, and the greatest player ever. Uh, and he's dead. Uh, long, long live the king. And now, uh, Messi, uh, he who wears the crown. Messi, uh, Messi, 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 uh, and Messi, who may, who he, who may, uh, wears the crown is now the number one player. Uh, although Mbappe, I think, uh, owns him. He's much younger. He's much faster. He has more durability. And, uh, I think, uh, in the next world cup, uh, France, I don't see why is not the favorite to win it again, and they'll piss all over Argentina. And we, who even knows if Messi's going to even be, be there? Shout out to the greatest soccer player ever, Pele. Shout out Pele. Shout out Pele. So basically, um, the NFL's coming hot and heavy. I still think the Cincinnati Bengals have a real shot of winning the Super Bowl. I think they will represent the AFC. Obviously, people in the AFC think it's going to be the Bills. Or the Chiefs, okay? There's no other team, really, right? Is there another team in the AFC besides the Bills and the Chiefs that can represent in the Super Bowl in real world besides the Bengals, I'm saying? Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. Is there... Uh, well, who would be four? You're missing a team. Who? Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. In the AFC? Mm-hmm. No, I can't. What? Who? No, you're not. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Who would be four? Uh, maybe the Chargers. 
Yeah, and, and that's and that's such a fucking dart throw. I mean, Chargers have played well. They've played well defensively. Their quarterback is not turning over the ball at all, and he is a prolific runner, so the Chargers are dangerous. Uh, but I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Give me five. I don't even know if you have a five. You have you have the Ravens who don't even have no, a quarterback. No, no, they're, they're not in it this year. Uh, you have the Titans who can't no, win a no, game. No, 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 they're done. They've lost six in a no, row. No, they're done. The Raiders have been dead. No, done, 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 done. It's really, that's it. You have wow. Dolphins who don't have no, a quarterback. No, fell apart, fell apart. Tua might have 15 no, concussions. fell apart, fell apart. He Patriots. Patriots are a joke. Steelers. Joke. Yeah, I don't, there's no one. No one, okay. So, you really got three teams in the AFC that go into Super Bowl. Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. And I guess Bills would be number one, Chiefs would be number two, Bengals are number three. So, I'm going to take the third choice. Okay, NFC, it's definitive, it's... Eagles, 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 Eagles. The only reason you don't think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl this year, the only reason you don't think the Eagles are going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl this year is is because they're the Eagles and they're on such a high level right now that you don't think they're going to be able to maintain that. But they have the deepest team. They made trades at the trade deadline. They bonafide up. They spent some money defensively, offensively. So they're pretty much ready to roll. I mean, barring their quarterback getting injured, he's injured now. How severe Jalen Hurts' injury is, I guess, is significant. But if you're going with the NFC, it's really the Eagles and then everybody else. So if who are we going to pivot to everyone else? Everyone else would be who? Who would be the next best team? Cowboys? Cowboys I mean, would I, probably be the next Cowboys best. Cowboys, too. Vikings are, but they're not. They're not a three. Go ahead. And then you have the, I mean, the game this Sunday is uh, Bucks panthers That decides No, that means nothing. Unless the Panthers can just play prolific defense and, and, and win every game 3 nothing. No, no, no no way. Tampa shit. Go. 49ers. Okay. So there, there you have an enigma. There you I have mean, a, they, they, there you have a team. They have every piece you need. They have win. every piece you need, correct. It's just a matter of can a rookie quarterback uh, take them to the promised land. That's normally very hard. And for some reason, the 49ers, you know, normally open in Dallas and piss on them or open somewhere and piss on somebody with a shutdown defense. They run the ball and then they win the second game and they just can't win the third game. So could the 49ers go to Super Bowl? Absolutely. Could they beat the Bills or the Chiefs or the Bengals with the quarterback situation as it is? No way. No how. No way. Not in this lifetime. So, right now, I'm betting it's going to be the Eagles, Bengals, with the Bengals winning it all. I think they're like 6-1. to one. I think they're a good bet to win the Super Bowl right now. So, that's that. Carlos Correa might be a Met, might not be a Met, might be a Giant, might not be a Giant, might be playing for the Twins again. We don't know. He's injured. It's wild. Uh, let me just jump in here. Stevie Cohn, dick dropping $800 million like it was a piece of fucking toast dry at a diner. Uh, he's got the money. He's got the patience now to wait this thing out. He's given 10 to 13 year contracts to people that can't pass physicals. I mean, he wants this to, he wants to give this guy the money. He's hoping, he's wishing right now that people don't even release physical reports, but since they do, it's out in the open and he's fucked because like, look, he'll pay $300 million for Correa to, to play three years and win two world series because I believe if Correa is healthy and he plays the next three years, Mets win two World Series. They win this year, and they win next year. They beat the Astros back-to-back years. Because in the American League, there's nobody that can beat the Astros. No one. It might be, it might be nobody in Major League Baseball beat the Astros. But I think the Mets are loaded. It's the best lineup they've ever had. If Correa is healthy, defensively, it's the best. 
Pitching, it's their best. They need a catcher because they just traded a catcher. I think they're going to make a trade for a catcher or their young catcher. They're ready to bring him up and he starts every day because he's supposed to be one of the top five uh, position picks in uh, minor league baseball. So I'm ready for the Mets to win it all. Uh, Steve Cohn's done his job. He's not done either he, because you're so, so all in now that the thing that bothers everyone is, you know, he's just going to buy everybody. He's going to get everybody. Money doesn't fucking matter. He's going to have a billion dollar payroll. He doesn't care. He doesn't fucking care. I think the Correa move was a, a total, I think it was just, he knew something was wrong with the deal with the Giants. Well, Scott Boris, Scott Boris sold him. Well, no, I don't, I don't even think, I think it's a free roll. I think he offers the contract. He obviously has to get through the physical, and then right, he gets right. Right, right. He has nothing to lose, is what you're saying. No, right. That, the physical. That contract was never going to be what they offered. Like Correa is not getting 13 years from the Mets. It's just not happening. Is he going to get three? I don't know. You give the guy three 120. I don't that, know. I mean, you can't be mad at three 120, right? No, no. I don't think he'll take that. He'll find something else. You well, got to go but more you than. You can't three. get the 180 million. You can't get it. it the physical's cock blocking you. It has to be real. No, I've no, never no. Seen a physical. This is a joke. No, no. He he's definitely injured, and he definitely has some fucking serious red flags for the Giants to ever pull out. But what I, I'm saying is, the Mets offered that deal, knowing that that's not the deal they're giving him. I don't, if he signs that deal with the Mets, um, I think it will be a huge bust because he's not going to play for the 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 second half of the deal. So you're thinking like the first five years are solid, but everything. I don't even know if he makes it five. I hope so, but. Actually, I don't hope so. I don't give but the, a fuck. But the minute, but here's my con- here's my contention. Here's my retort. Here's my rebuttal to to what you're saying. The twins, who saw him play for two years, right? Two years or something, something. Yeah, um, were willing to give him ten years. So they had to know something, right? Or do you think everybody knows everything until the physical? I I think the physical is huge. Well, when you're spending three hundred thirty million over thirteen years, yeah. I mean, it's your insurance policy, basically. It's your insurance. I want to know what insurance, if if it f- fucks with your insurance, because if if you if it's just a insurance write off that you could just insure him, and if he gets hurt, you get to write it all off, or the fiscal's like you knew about this, we're not paying out type shit. I think it's like Lloyd's of London. You're gonna have to go to them and ante up like fifty million, and that'll insure your three hundred and thirty million. But your but who knows your premiums on fifty million? You know you, you could pay in like uh, five million a year or something. You got to be paying enormous money because if the fucking guy gets hurt, you got to ante up. I mean, Lloyd's of London. I don't think it's if he gets hurt. I think he it's it's one of those things where he, his legs gonna be fucked in like six years. I don't know if he's gonna be able to fucking move type shit. So well, just shout out to Steve Cohn to just putting his dick on the nah, table. Nah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that this move doesn't do it. What he did in the offseason so far. He has, he, he has to do more. He's, he's opened up the another, wall. He's going to get another bat. I don't think he has to do more. I think he's he's done enough. No, he's All done I'm enough. saying is this Correa move is just complete bullshit. I don't. I mean, like it's nice that he did it, but I don't think he was ever, you know, after that physical red yeah. flag of mm. Giants pulling out. Mm. That's not a real fucking. That's not a real contract. Gotcha, gotcha. So basically, um, all right. Talk to me a little bit about the NBA, which my NBA knowledge, uh. Probably in the 70s, 80s, 90s was probably the best in the world because I went to like 50 uh, home games for the Knicks and I studied, you know, I studied, I knew everything. Uh, Now my knowledge is based on pure statistics, late line moves and numbers. So, and basically what I watch, I just want to just quickly put this in, Alex. 
If you're asking me right now, I think the new, I think the Brooklyn Nets are going to win the NBA championship. They're playing with, and, and I have limited knowledge, so it's only my eye test. It just simply looks like on defense, uh, they go for every fucking ball. They shut you down. They never take a, a possession off. And, and they're just better than you. So down the stretch, if it's close, I mean, Kyrie and KD are going to hit more shots than anyone else. And obviously right now, KD is the best player in the NBA. It's by far, no one's even near him. I mean, even LeBron is not near him because it's fucking scary. I mean, it, it, we've watched it. We've seen it. They've been a disaster now for three years, I think. Uh, a total shit show, a total embarrassment from, you know, KD's foot being an inch over the line to going into overtime and losing that game and really having your your entire um, future blown up and people traded, hard and traded, and so on and so forth. But right now, Ben Simmons is giving you a lot more than anyone could ever fucking figure. Kyrie is Kyrie. I mean, you know, as long as he just shuts the fuck up and dribbles, I hate to say that, but, you know, he's as good as anybody ever. And KD right now is the best player in the NBA. And Claxton's playing well. And, uh, you know, Jacques Vaughn was on the staff. Thank God they didn't get the guy from Boston because that would have been a disaster. Total disaster. But Vaughn really has been a phenomenal coach. So uh, what do you think about my limited knowledge, Alex? I mean, it's just wrong, but it's nice. Uh, the next... <laughs> I mean, like, you speak... I love very, Brooklyn Nets. No, no, you speak very confidently. But Nets winning it all. You have no They're idea. winning it all. No, no, no. The, the Nets are the hottest team in the NBA by far right now. KD's one of the best players, but he's not number one or two. It's not even close. It's Jokic, and then it's Luka. And everyone else is... It's not... It, it really isn't close. It's not comparable. In Nerf ball, in Nerf basketball once, I went for 61, 21, and 11. So his 60, 20, and 10 are not so impressive. Who'd you play against? Yourself? Uh, my brother Les. My brother Les. Was he sleeping? No, but he was much smaller than me. I was like nine and I was a fucking animal, ready to be a 10-year-old monster. I could have played Olympic. If there was Olympics at nine, I was the captain. And I just kept dunking in 62, 22, and 12. So you just you just bullied your little brother. Oh, beat the fuck out of him, elbowed him, punched him in the face, held him down and just dunked in his face every time. Do you feel big doing that? Yes. It's a rite of passage beating the fuck out of your little brother. It has to happen. Nerf basketball. See, you you guys don't know about Nerf basketball. Nobody knows about Nerf basketball right now because you play video games. But Nerf basketball, you put it on your door, you close your door, you got a Nerf, you got a basket, and you're ready to roll. You're right. You can play for hours. Your Nerf basketball stat line, Luke actually just did versus the Knicks. So. Correct. I, I was a little 60, better, but yes. 21, and 10. No one's ever done it. Put it that way. No one's ever done it. So? No one's ever done it. From Michael to LeBron to Wilt to Luel Cinda to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to Kobe Bryant to Kevin Durant, no one's ever done it. It's impressive. Shaq never did it. No, uh, no. It's inhuman. I would say that he's one of the most entertaining people to watch day in, day out. I mean, every every night you're getting something different. Ever. Ever. Can't close the door when it counts, though. Not nah. when it's... He can't because he can't shoot free throws. No, nobody on his team can shoot free throws either. That's a problem. That's a fucking problem. They're going nowhere. But he is unbelievable. Yes. No, Mark Cuban should be ashamed at what he put around him. No, this is a shit show. He did it with Dirk. He, he does it. I mean, listen, he might be on Shark Tank and he might be a lovable billionaire, but at the end of the day, he, he fucking takes advantage of European basketball players. 
what he does. He steals them, pays them nothing, and then exploits them. That's it. And he might be like the most profitable Shark Tank guy. Listen, that's, that's what he does. That's a shark. Isn't that a shark? He we just, just describe somebody He just takes advantage of people. Yeah. Correct. He but just sharks do that. No, 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 but that's what he is. He could he could act like the buddy-buddy guy, and he sits on the court side, and you know he's a, he's a less geeky version of Steve Ballmer. But at the end of the day, he takes advantage of white, European basketball players. And that's what he's done his whole life. So Luca having the talent of fucking, I mean, it's, it's, it's abysmal. It's really bad. And what he does with it is pretty impressive and it's crazy right now in the East. I would, uh, the nets are up there. I still give it to the 76ers. I would say they're number one when push comes to shove and they're healthy. Are the nets better than the Celtics? I don't think they're better than the Celtics. They got swept last year in the in the postseason. So they're the hottest team Philly's, in the NBA. So Philly's in the East is better than Milwaukee. I would say Philly's the so best. Philly, team. Boston, right now, Milwaukee Nets. Those four. Philly, Boston, 76ers, Nets might be the top four. Um, I just don't think the Nets have it. I mean, they're great. They're playing great. Well, they, they have the two up, best players. If they keep this no, up. no, no. It's it's not if they keep this up. They won ten straight. They they you know it's not if you keep this up. That's not you. Don't keep up a ten game. You're talking about their best of the best. They have two sharpshooters that you know last ten seconds of the game. There's two people that could just shoot it and they don't miss. Yeah. So when they're down thirty, they could they can make it twenty seven. No, no, no. If they get blown out, but I'm saying in close games, which most playoff games are, and most games, most games that it wasn't last really, year. They got swept. Well, I don't think last year was this year. I think last year was th- they hit rock bottom. I think Kyrie finally hit rock bottom. I think he realized finally now. No, no, no. This is what Kyrie does. Bottom. No, no, no. Kyrie does this. He he plays great, and he he really. You haven't heard about him in the news, and you think things have changed. And next week he'll be fucking taking a sabbatical. I don't think so. I just don't think so because he's on his walk year, and it means money to him, and it could mean as much as a hundred to 250 million extra somebody might not give him they might give him two years a hundred but if he wins a championship and then walks or if he loses a championship but he's prolific and he's no no it's not if he walks the nets are not paying i don't know about that no no no, the nets are not paying don't tell me that if he averages no no no, it doesn't matter 10 and wins a championship they're gonna pay him no 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 He'd have to do that, and then maybe they'd pay him. But he's still not getting paid. He'll pay. He'll get paid for the length of Kevin Durant's contract, which is three more years, so including this year, right? So it's two more years. So he'll get paid two years, a hundred. They're not paying him. I think they're going to pay him two years, a hundred. Okay. They're not paying him ten years or five years. But if he listen, the bottom line is this: you know it. As an athlete, you could be the lowest form of scum ever. You could commit murder blindly in front of everyone and if you're a great athlete and you win a championship you win everyone over short memory they'll give you anything they're not winning the championship so your point is just dead in the water all right go to the west right now nuggets they're the number one team yeah the way what what Jokic is doing once a team clicks and i mean they haven't really but uh i would say that they're they're my number one uh, Suns are still in the mix, even though they've fucking fell off a cliff. They can't fucking find a W. Um, but I would say that the Nuggets are up there. They're my odds on West favorite. Um, Clippers have been playing good ball and Kawhi's actually seeing the court. So that's, uh, promising Pelicans are a team to watch for. They're, they're fucking just un- unconscious and Zion's finally hitting his stride where he's just bigger than everyone. Like there's there's a couple clips where he he won a game, 
uh, versus the Timberwolves the other night, and he scored the last 14 points for them, and they got them the W, and he sealed it on a steal. And the steal was basically like Bo Jackson just taking the ball from somebody that was like a fourth grader. He looks like Bo Jackson. That's a good squish. He, just, he really looks like Bo Jackson. He just grabbed the ball from a fourth grader and took it, and it was the game-winning possession. So, I mean, he's just bigger, stronger, better than everyone. He's finally healthy. So that team, you know, made some noise even though they didn't have Zion last year in the playoffs. So now that they have him, I feel like they're hungry, they're young, they can make some noise. All so right, go, go a little deeper. Go over the next five teams, please. Grizzlies are, uh, you know, with John Morant, you know, they called themselves a dynasty even though they've uh, never won shit. Uh, I think that was a little aggressive. Um, He's a must-see still. Still must-see. Uh, Mavericks are still in the mix, but I don't know if they have they they can't, deep they enough. They can't shoot free throws. Um, Warriors are struggling. They're 500, and they've can't won count, three can't straight. Can't count them out, but they're, they're uh, you know, decimated by injury. And that's it. I mean, they have the Trailblazers, Jazz. Timberwolves. That's it. Timberwolves, not the, Timberwolves don't make a move this year. Timberwolves are 16-19. I know, but Gobert and Towns don't work. They have, well, no, no, I, it's they not, haven't worked yet. No, oh, no, 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 no they don't work. It's a bust. They don't work. That was a wrong, that was a wrong matchup. No, no, I'm happy that they gave him uh, the the worst trade in NFL history uh, NBA or NBA history. history. No, no, I say and NFL. Getting, getting Gobert. NFL history was the Russell Wilson trade, and I could put it into this context that that is the second worst trade for 2022. Correct, and it's the worst. It's probably so the worst did, in the last did, 20 what years. Did the Jazz gave up for for what, everything, what did, everything, everything, everything. Hmm. They gave, I mean, no, 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 it, it's, it's embarrassing what the Timberwolves gave. So the, but the Jazz have been playing so over their heads with such a decimated uh, lineup or, or a not established lineup or a not lineup that's been with anybody. It's they're a, playing over their fucking head. No, no, head. it was a lottery team to start the year and they've, they're in the mix. So, I mean, you can't really it ask It just shows you right now, with athleticism, you could be in the mix every night in the NBA. Well, it's... The way the NBA They're young, is, just like the Rockets. The they, way they the NBA is played, they run. They it's run. not, it's not about the Rockets. The Rockets are trash, but they play hard. But play the, hard. That's what I you mean. don't need a center. And the Timberwolves just looked at the league, and they said that there's small ball fives, and that's pretty much the predominant lineup, barring some teams like the Celtics where you have Robert Williams um, or Joel Embiid. If you don't have that stud like Jokic, who's basically the best passer probably ever, if you don't have a guy like that, you could go small ball five. You don't need a center. And they looked at that and they said, let's put Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns together, which and that, that slow doesn't Towns down. You're saying clog the middle. No, it's not, it, it doesn't slow. They just, they, they just literally, well, what about in the playoffs when the game is a super slow and you play half court and now Gobert can shut down. There is no super slow because what they do is they just take you and they put you in a blender and they put two ball screens on and then they, they ball screen the ball screener. And then you can't switch. So Rudy Gobert is good. He's great at switching. Okay? That's not his problem. The problem is when you have Rudy getting screened, Carl Anthony Towns have to pick up the guy and switch. And then you screen him, and then you have an open corner three. I mean, there's just there's so many instances that you could look up right now where Rudy Gobert is just being put in a blender as far as he's playing good D, and all of his defensive metrics are actually up, if you look at it. Like, he, he's not playing bad. What, where they're bad is they're just, you know, they just don't have, it doesn't work. Like on paper, so it doesn't open work. three all day is there. And, and the teams corner three is just open. Yeah. If you, listen, if you can't go out to court in three, you can't win an NBA game now. And Rudy can't close out. Carl can't close out. And 
They even have uh, Jaden McDaniels, who's unbelievable. What he's been doing, if you just look at him statistically, defensively, if you look at the highlights, if they didn't have him, they'd be blown out 30 every night. Okay. Right. Even with him, they still can't. There's no way you could win. All right, it just doesn't work. A team we didn't talk about. Let's go back to the East. Um, Cleveland Cavaliers. So now they got they they got out really super super hot, and then to me they've fallen back in the pack a little bit. Uh, are they still dangerous? I mean, they're they're good. I I they're so young that it doesn't. It's not a must win year for them. Okay. So I would I would say that they're still getting it together. Donovan Mitchell's still great. Uh, Jared Allen's still young. He's still great. He's he's a little. I think Jared Allen where he falls off is the fact that he's just. He's, he's got the size. He doesn't have the bulk to him. So, like, playoff basketball, when the playoff intensity picks up and he's just going to get bullied by big centers, like, he's not going to be able to guard Joel Embiid and he's not going to be able to take elbows where they don't call that. You know what I'm saying? Where a foul in the regular season every single time just disappears in the playoffs. It, you know, they say they, they coach it and they ref it the exact same. We all know that's a fucking complete lie and they just lie to you. They lie to your face, gotcha. and everyone fucking believes it. Okay. All right, fair enough. So we covered that, and uh, we're ready to roll into the uh, college bowl games. Now the championship games uh, are a day away, and it feels like we've been waiting forever, and we really have, uh, August, September, October, November, December. So five months, two months of training, seven months, uh, four teams left. Uh, do you see any edge in these four teams? Do you think it's Georgia's year because of the D? Do you think it's Harbaugh's year because of the D? Or could the sleepers, which are really out there at Ohio State, which is really on a cell, nobody really believes in them at all, uh, or TCU, which is probably the has uh, has come back like won five games where they could have lost, so their their record and even their record against the spread is really crazy. Although they do make plays in the last five minutes and against the spread when it counts. Any any real upsets here? Or it's, you think it's going to be true to form, Alex, in the college semifinals? I think what you saw in the Georgia-Tennessee game told you everything you need to know. Okay. I mean, they, they just completely bullied them. Tennessee looked like, you know, they, they went toe-to-toe with Alabama. They were a power horse. Uh, they fucking looked like they could have really made a run and been the best team in the nation. And, they, I mean, like, I've never seen a team with that much hype and that much skill and that much. I mean, they were good on both sides of the ball. Right. Great coach. Mm. Great quarterback, right. great wide receivers. They have the running, uh, and they got bullied. bullied. And not bullied. To the, that was one they of were the competitive. The first two quarters, that disparity. Um, that game was over. You, there you was need a, to watch. There was an half. alternative live at minus thirty eight and a half, and it was even money. So no, 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 right. I and mean, I mean, like Tennessee they played well in the third quarter, but no, no, no. Georgia took their foot off the gas. Yeah, they definitely. knew they won. That game they they just kind of coasted to a victory. Right, and so you don't coast. All right. So you're saying Georgia's loaded. And then now what about Michigan? I mean, I thought TCU would get to the playoffs, and I thought they were going to be at the four seed, and I thought they would just get Great embarrassed. Great all year with them. You made a lot of money. I thought they would get embarrassed by Georgia. And they didn't get embarrassed by nobody, really, right? No, no, As no. As it turns out. I thought once they got here, though. So you think they, it's I mean, going to be tough. I don't know. I don't. I don't think Max Duggan is going to have to put, Duggan, stand on Duggan, Duggan, Max Duggan. Max Duggan is going to have to stand <laughs> on his fucking head. Drink Max, a fuck- Max Duggan. Duggan. Max go. Duggan. You better be Duggan, baby. Smoking some blunts. Shooting some steroids, guzzling some beers, because you're gonna have to you play think out that of you your just, fucking wait, wait, wait. mind. You think you could just shoot up steroids and it's gonna help him in this game? No, that's not how it works. No, 
There but is you, no but you micro could, but secret you stuff. Something. Of course, speed, no. speed. I mean, I don't speed. I don't think speed's gonna help speed. him. Speed. No. You think he's he gonna have to be running speed? for his life? He better be on speed. He better be snorting an eight ball. That's what I would be fucking doing if I was Max Duggan, because he's gonna be Duggan. They might be Duggan digging him a grave for his dead fucking corpse wow, of a nice. fucking body. That was nice. Well, Shout out, you might not make 2023, Max Duggan. Everybody, you better have, listen, Max Duggan, I love you, God bless you, but you better have a will. And you better have a specific will that has your specific intentions because there's a good shot you're going to die. Dead. I don't think uh, that's going to happen. Uh, it could happen. But there, I think they will get murdered. I think he's getting knocked out of the game. Can I say it on on? Uh, he's getting knocked out. Of the game. It doesn't mean they're not going to cover because TCU covers with mirrors. No, after you never bet against TCU. After that Kansas State, after that Kansas State, he's not getting murdered because we watched him run for about three hundred yards in like right. a four minutes span. Breathe. Couldn't, couldn't breathe. Couldn't breathe. Couldn't, couldn't breathe. celebrate the touchdown. That's why they couldn't get the two point conversion. I think they needed it. He couldn't breathe. Or he no, they go down the end. Or they did got they get the two point. Conversion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You he forgot. couldn't breathe. They got in the overtime. He couldn't breathe. He couldn't breathe couldn't before breathe. the touchdown to oh, put okay. it into overtime. Gotcha. But no, he couldn't breathe in overtime either. All right, talk to me a little bit about Purdue. You scouted them early. You put them out there early. You told me to use them early. Uh, and the odds makers didn't catch up with them for the first, like, 10 games. Then they made them number one. No, it was um, like the first four or five games they were under. Okay, right. But, I mean, they were big underdogs. They, I mean, the line, they didn't catch up with them in the lines for almost seven, eight games. But So now they have, now they're number one. Um, you think they'll go wire to wire and win it all? Yeah. I think okay. they're going to win everything. They're, they're, they're just that good. I think Zach Eadie's... Because Edie's, of the big man. Zach Eadie's a he's a giant human being who moves boxes in Transylvania. That's what he is. He's a fucking... He's not a real human. He's like a make a character where you make him look as doofy as hell and then put the stat bars up on everything. Now, is his second year or first year? No, this is like his third year. Oh, so he's out. This is his last year. I don't know if he's out. Oh, he, so he'll he probably go. Year? No, no, no. He, I, I don't even know what his eligibility is. Oh, okay. If you're asking me. So um, who, who could be the challenges to them? Because I don't really pay attention to the top 20 because I'm only paying attention to the late line moves and uh, the Steam games, which have been just so fucking on fire. I mean, my late information, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes before post has been just fucking unbelievable. I mean, went 6-0 and in basketball yesterday, 3-0 and in the NBA, 3-0 and in college basketball. I won my best bets both ways. And I've been doing it all year. It's not like it's not like I just did it yesterday. I've been doing it all fucking year. I mean, the Steam has been amazing, but I don't break down really college basketball, at least this time, micromanage it, where I could spit out players and who I think is going to be good. But I know that Purdue's been solid, and uh, you had them early, and we caught them as like ridiculous lines where we were getting six and one by 30, pissed on Gonzaga, you know, pissed on some real competitive squads. So let's say if we're not talking, if we're not talking Purdue, what are the, what are the teams that you would look at a little bit and say, oh, I like that team? Well, first of all, he's a junior, so he does. He could come back. So he's, he's not going to, but he could. Okay, I say he's one and done. I say he's out. He's out. Uh, well, not one you know, and done. One and done would mean that he no, was no, a freshman. No, right. He's done. He's done. He's done. Yeah, he's the first round pick in the in the draft, unless there's somebody from Transylvania or Europe or Angolia or Guatemala that I don't know about. Russia, in that order, maybe in that order. Ukraine. Okay. Uh, back to college basketball. We have uh, UConn. Who, so they're are they number two right now? Yeah, they're number that's two. amazing. No, they're amazing. Where the fuck did they come from? Hurley's real. No, were they were they good last year? Oh yeah, Hurley. Yeah, Bobby Hurley, their coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's good. Solid. I he, mean, he's that a great team coach. Plays like he plays. Well, they have a big man too, who's just a fucking animal in the paint. 
I don't that? know if he's uh I don't know if he's as good as Edie because Who's, he's just name? not uh Sonogo. Sonogo. Edie's and Sonogo banging it out. I want to look up his stats. Why? He's that good? No, no, no. He's amazing, but I want to see what his height is. Oh, Connecticut. Connecticut? Zenogo. No, no. Sonogo. Sonogo. Sounds like Sonogo ga- uh, gas station, but it's not. It's Sonogo. He's 6'9". Six, 6'9". Nine. Six, nine. So, I mean, like, that's what he's I'm four saying. four inches shorter than him. He's an animal, and he's a bully, and he's just wider than everyone, but Zach Eady's 7'4". Right. So, when 6'9 goes against 7'4", it's like... It's like six foot going against five six. It's not really comparable. No, no, no. All right, so so uh, in order right now, Purdue, Connecticut, who's three, four, five? Houston, Kansas, Arizona. Okay. Now, Houston was number one for a while, but they shit the bed. I don't really know a lot of their players, but they shit the bed. Arizona's there every year. Kansas is there every year. So they're there every year. They well, can Kansas win every is year. reigning champ. So they, right. you know. every year, Kansas and Arizona can win it. Bill Self yeah. just always has a great team. Nah, and he's such a good coach and such a good guy and makes so little mistakes. I think Alabama and Tennessee are two to watch out for. Okay. Uh, Arkansas is up there. Musselman's my guy. Okay. Um, and Gonzaga's just a 10, and I don't really think they have it. I don't think they're 10. I really don't think they should be 10. Who's their p- best player that's been on the team for the last 10 years playing? Drew Timmy. Yeah, Drew, Drew Timmy has been there since the beginning of time. Since the beginning of Gonzaga. I don't even know how he has eligibility left. It's got to be five, six years. He's a five-year. Well, he has five years. He has the COVID. I guess that's the exception that he was able to uh, extend this bullshit. Right, play a year or two. Um, But they're not good. They're well coached because I think Mark Few's one of the best college coaches ever. Right. But I would say that uh, they really just don't have the squad. They don't have the squad. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so that's basically uh, an overview on everything uh, rolling into 2022. So uh, what I'd like to do is say uh, get over to BeLikeStu.com and buy my merch. Uh, get over to StuFinder.com and buy the 100 Diamonds and the 50 Diamonds, especially this weekend, especially in the semifinals. And I love you very much. And God bless you. And we're ready to roll. So now, like, what we're basically looking at here for uh, 2023 is there's a ton more casinos, uh, sportsbooks that are going to be opening uh, nationwide. Uh, there's going to be a ton more marijuana legalization, especially in New York, uh, in 2023. So I would say there's a good chance that I will be more stoned in 2023 uh, than ever before. Now, uh, I just got a QP from my buddy, so I'll be smoking heavy uh, the beginning of 2023 and ending 2022 on an absolute stoned buzz. Uh, It has affected Alex, my uh, health. I'm now up to 199.4. I'm about to break the 200 barrier. Uh, Weigh in Monday on uh, Monday will definitely be over 200, and then I think uh, I got a QP, so it's going to take a little while, but I think that week I'll burn all the bud. And then start. So January 10th, I think I'm going to put it in the ground as a life or death. Stu's going to die. Has to go on a diet. No carbs. No sugar. Limited fruit. Vegetables. Protein. And at least two hours worth of exercise per day. Uh, Aerobics can count. Not heavy. Super light. And then my goal is October 10th in Chicago to run the Chicago Marathon. So that's the new goal. Um, obviously epic fail for the Boston Marathon, uh, 
groin hurt. That shit was embarrassing. Was way too fat. That was embarrassing. Uh, never could get my food down. Uh, never could stop smoking pot. Never could. Stop you didn't doing really mushrooms. fucking try though. I uh, did a couple eight bowls that hurt me. Yeah, a lot. No, I did try, but I just did you, couldn't do. Did it. you actually try? Like, can you actually just be scale honest? one to ten? I did a six. You didn't. That was a four. No, nah, it was a six. I mean, All right, on. I'll settle at your five. So one to ten, the Boston Marathon was a five. Four. Okay. All right, but the New York City Marathon, you, I did so epic that to, that that kudos. No, no, no. When was that? 2017. Okay. What year are we in? 2000, almost 20. You lost the, the the bragging rights ended that year. The next year, you have to start new. No, I don't think so. I mean, you just can't I think bring it was up legendary. five years. I, I want some of you people at 57 years old to weigh 220 pounds and then in three months, three weeks, get off the bed, go to 174 in three months, three weeks, run 512 miles. And then make the New York City Marathon your bitch. Or make any marathon your bitch. I got hurt at mile, mile 19, mile 21. Otherwise, I would have ran it in four hours and 10 minutes. I ran it in four hours, 39 minutes, 24 seconds. My goal for Chicago Marathon will be under four hours. Realistically, the betting line is five hours, 10 minutes, and four seconds. Now, what was your what was your New York City time? Four hours, 39 minutes, 24 seconds. Now, we got on a subway after he finished. Yes. And we're walking around, and there was a guy there, and he kind of looked at Stu and looked at him like he was a schlep because Stu was just kind of... You could pick out, like, the, the, the veteran marathon runners, and you could pick out the newbies, all right? I'm a newbie. And Stu was a newbie. Newbie, and he was newbie, newbie. Sore thumb newbie. But I got to be honest, these people that run marathons fucking like to smell their own farts. I mean, they waft them into their fucking... They're just fucking, they, they think they're better than everyone because they could just run long distance. Which, we are, and I am. I mean, listen, it's, you know, congratulations. You could run 26 miles. No hey, one gives. Portnoy thinks like you think. No like one gives a, a fuck. A joke. No one gives a fuck. No, no, but I don't, listen, it's a great accomplishment. Like, wow, that's cool. Uh, No one cares. But to be honest, the people who like do it and do it for a living and like, you know, like they, they have to stack their medals. Those people are fucking losers, all right? You're, you're a loser, all right? You could run, and you could run, and uh, you're still a fucking loser, all right? So let's get that out of the way. But bottom line is we met one of those losers on the subway, and he looked at Stu, and he's like, oh, wow, uh, how'd you do? How'd you, how'd you think it was? And Stu's like, yeah, it was tough, you know, around, you know, he went through the marathon and how his, you know, only pulled a, almost pulled a hammy and, like, really almost gave up. When the bridge came up and, you know, he was, he, he gave him the rundown and then the guy was like, yeah, you know, I, that happened to me my first time. And this is like his 15th, 16th marathon. Um, he, he ran in and, you know, this was like a seasoned vet. Uh, he could smell the fart of his own farts, you know, like he could give you the earthy tones, break it down like an absolute pretentious dick, just a loser. All right. And he's with his family, two kids, wife. You know, I don't care about them, but I'm going to be honest, uh, rest in peace, your father, because what happened after Stu broke down the marathon, the guy asked, oh, so would you run it in? And Stu gave him his time of four hours, 39 minutes. What it was it? 20 24, seconds? 24 seconds. 24 seconds. And I watched the guy's soul leave his body. This guy, this guy just wanted to, he really went through the, like, you know, when people he try to, be, I ran it in no, six no, and a half hours. you know, when people like try six to, and a half hours. they try to be nice to just, just totally like one up you, you know what I'm saying? Like the pretentious, Oh, I really care. What was your time? So I could tell you how I beat you, how I'm better than you, how uh, I run 15 marathons is my 16th. Look at my medals. You want to see the pictures? These are the, these are the, the banners that I have. When Stu gave him his time, 
I watched this guy's soul leave his body. I watched his family sulk. Like even the kids knew. Like they, they knew that they were they were probably getting ice cream on the way home. They got no ice cream. No right? ice cream. They didn't get anything on the way home. They get might what, get the back end. What they got on the way home? No, no, no. They didn't Shut even up. get they didn't no, even get hit. Marathon. They didn't even get hit. What happened was Stu goes, Yeah, I ran in this, and the guys died. The guy died. His soul died. Twice he wouldn't tell Stu me. Stu goes, so so how'd you run it? What'd he you run? The guy me. went, I wasn't I wasn't happy with my time. That's what he said. And Stu said, Stu, Stu's like a socially inept person where he doesn't get social cues. <laughs> Stu goes, yeah. So, you know, Stu prokes and prods and he doesn't stop. <laughs> so if you don't give him the answer, he's going to just keep going. I'm going to keep asking. Listen, and we're not on the streets. You can't walk away. We're in a subway car. He's locked in there. It's Rorschach. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's locked in there with him. Stu's the fucking man. You know what I'm saying? So Stu asks him again. He goes, yeah, I know you didn't like it, but what was your time? And I watched this guy not give his time 10 times. Stu went, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But what it was, it was like one of those Abbott and Costello I was like, wait, was it closer to six hours? Was it closer to five hours? Was he over under five days? Just tell me something. Give this something. guy would not divulge his time. And... I guess it's your sincerity that people believe because he could have just like not believed you, but he believed you. He believed the time and he knew that that time was better than his best marathon time. So this 16 marathon goer was completely devastated. His soul left his body. Stu asked him 15 times. He didn't give an answer. He probably went home, dropped his family off and then drove off a bridge. I was almost going to fuck his wife because I'm sure after she was she a widow. Fucked me. She would know what she's well, been missing. Well, she, you know what she missed? What? The husband, because he's he's no longer with us. Good. He might have got off the subway and jumped Phantom in front woman, of- woman, my dick is available. I'll drill your pussy. Shout so, out, I'll drill your pussy. So bottom line is that was the highlight of the marathon. Yes. Yes. Then we came home, snorted an eight ball, smoked like 40 blunts, hung out in a tent with smoke that I rented, and uh, with a DJ, it was pretty fucking wild. It was wild. Oh, back to the point though. That that was also the last time you've been on a diet. Oh no, no, no because you can't say Not that. True, I, I got right. three months, two weeks. Nah, I went from nah. two twenty to one eighty six. Yeah, I was perfect. But, but you really were. You were. What do you mean? I was nah. walking. I was walking and slow jogging fifty miles a week. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't know about that one. Fifty. You were. You were fucking inconsistent. 50. No, you gave up. And I broke it. I've been up and down. I've been a yo-yo for about 12 weeks right now. But I put fucking three months perfect together. You have not. How about this? How about we rephrase this question? You have not been on a diet since the marathon during the winter. Because you going on the path when it's nice out doesn't count. It's hard the winter. No, it's not. You have a treadmill. You have a full gym. I don't like the treadmill. I like outside. I like to be with Mother Nature. I like her spreading my her legs and putting them on my face while I run, and I flutter my tongue against her clitoris. So you eat comes. out Mother Nature on the path? I always eat out Mother Nature. Shout out Mother Nature. You're a pig. You wanted my dick up your ass, and you wanted me to fist fuck you. You're a fucking whore. No, but let's let's be honest. Mother Nature, you're a whore. Let's stop Any the- girl that fist fucks, you're a whore. Let's, I hate to say Let's it. stop the fucking no carbs. Uh, I have to do this, 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 this. How about do something? Just go into the gym for right 10 minutes. Right this is over, I'm going to do something. I'm smoke a blunt and I'm going to eat nah, fucking Cheerios. See? No. Sugar. Just, the no carbs. Nut Cheerios. The no carbs is never happening. So you have to find a new way. No, 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 no. It's happening. When's the it's last time you no carbed? Uh, the marathon? Every, every year I go no carbs for about 10 days and I crack. Crack. I want to kill my family, my dog. Yeah, so that, that works blow up bar stool, all sorts of shit when I have no carbs. 
When I go into no carbs, I go up to Barstool. They go, Stu, how you doing? Fuck you and die. That's what I say to them. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean, fuck you and die? I have no carbs. Having no carbs is like having no life. I just want to share that. It's like I'm in prison, but it works the best, Alex. It doesn't work. No, though, it works the best. Because then you snap and gain it all back in one week. True, but I don't know that while I'm doing it. Yeah, you do. I no, just I told don't. you. Yeah, but I, I'll I remind you. No, I, I have I, I'm, I have. So you Alzheimer's. just become delusional. Delusional. Okay. Correct. That's not a good diet plan. Delusion doesn't work. It could work. No, it doesn't. I'm in delusional work. I'm delusional right now where I think it does. Yeah, but it doesn't. We know that it doesn't. No, well, not mine. So wait, wait, wait. How long do you think the no carbs could work? Honestly. If I can get past two weeks, I can get six months. I I can get past like You won't make it to the marathon at this point. No. Six months doesn't make it to the marathon. No carbs. But I'm going to start with limited carbs. Like Dave's bread doesn't even count as a carb. It does. It's a carb. No, it doesn't. It's a carb. It's not a carb. Yeah, it is. I eat very limited carbs. I eat Dave's bread for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And that's the carbs. Shout out Dave's bread. You're my only carb. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So the diet plan is no carbs except for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Six pieces of bread. Yes. Yeah. I don't even think that's a diet. What do you mean? I don't even think that's a diet. I'm going to have proteins and veggies with it. And that's the story. That's all there is. You're just going to eat like a normal person. Correct. Okay. That's all you got to do. That's what I say. So you don't got to go do no carbs. You just have to eat like a normal person. Okay. Someone just like. Don't trick me into this. Someone had a fucking notepad. That was like. No, no. Someone just had a notepad. You heard that, folks. He tricked me. Someone just had a notepad. How did I agree with him? He tricked me. They were like, all right, we're going to, we're going to, I've seen Stu look good. I know that he ran a marathon. I'm going to take some notes. And then what you just described to them was three meals a day with bread. You just act. You just have to eat like a normal human 160 being. One hundred and sixty ounces of water, masturbation once a day, sex with a woman three times a week, um, limited coffee, limited caffeine, because when the when the caffeine drops you, you crave sugar and carbs, which will hurt me. Uh, and I'm gonna have a fabulous life. I'm gonna go to one sixty five. I'm just gonna shoot my load in my mouth and swallow it. That's how good I'm gonna look. That's fucking what? What did what did that have to do with 165? Because I'm gonna look so fucking good that I want to fuck myself, and I won't be able to, but I will. Fair. Shout out your girl. Your girl has like six months before I'm 165. She won't even tell you. She slipped into my DMs because she's gonna just masturbate to my pictures. Shout out women. I own you, women. You think more men jerk off to you or women? It's definitely men. I don't know if any women do, so it's probably men. We we probably know like fatties. I remember when I was super fat and I used to dance in my underwear. I had a group of these men that used to jerk. What were off they called? Me. Do you remember? Slobby fatties. No, no, no. They're called chubby ubbies. You're big in the bear community, which what is just they? a hairy man. So that- when you used to eat with the fucking. We had to disable YouTube comments because it just became a <laughs> All fetish. All these gay guys came on me. They were like, oh, yeah, I like the way you fucking eat that muffin. Exactly. It was disgusting. It, it appalled me. As you, Could you imagine you me continued, enabling comments? I live for comments. You no can, matter how sick they are, we had to enable them. Disable you, them. I don't think you discriminate on comments. I no, think I even don't. those comments, you were like, yeah, fuck no, that yeah. Was fuck yeah. No, fuck yeah. No, it skewed me out. Oh, yeah. Take off your shirt and eat a muffin. All right. So, um... On that note, I just want to wish you, uh, your family, your friends, the greatest end of 2022 and the upcoming 2023 year. Uh, May God bless you, each and every one of you. May you have the balls to understand that no one is better than you, that you are never overmatched, okay? Be great. Take no shit from no one. Make all your dreams come true. 
get a plan, follow the plan, put it on paper, put it on a loose leaf, put it in your iPad, whatever the fuck you do, okay? Oh, key key thing. Yes. Speaking of loose leaf. Yes. I don't think kids know that was the biggest struggle of the new year. You used to have to put your date on everything yeah. and write on pieces of paper. Yes. And this would be a fucking terrible year because you can't make the two into a three. Kids nowadays, they just probably type it out. So that's not a problem. Oh, okay. they, don't, they have no idea what I'm talking about. When you write the date. Yeah. And you'd always put 0101 and then you just, you'd be ingrained that it's 2022. So you'd put two, two. Right. You can't make the two a three. It's not one of those numbers where you could just, it's a quick fix. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Thank you. So again, um, let's have a fucking great year. Set, uh, give me some comments. Give me some uh, positive feedback. Uh, like and subscribe. Tell everybody about the podcast. Only Stew podcast number 14. We're ending 2022. We are ready to roll, ready to roll into 2023. I fucking love you. Let's fuck eat ass, slick, clit, 15 minutes eating ass, 15 minutes licking, clit, 30 minutes fucking. If you can't hold your low, bring a vibrator. Bring on 2023. Ready to roll, ready to roll, ready to roll.